Welcome to Just Saying. I'm Joe McCormick, your host. Thanks for listening to today's show. If you're new to the podcast series, I'd love for you to subscribe, and even more, please give us a positive rating on iTunes. We're building a movement of motivated communicators that want to be brief. Thanks for joining in. As you may know, I've written a book called Brief, Mega Bigger Impact by Saying Less. And I'm the founder and managing director of the Brief Lab, where we help leaders and their organizations master concise communication. The point of the podcast is pretty simple. Identify key moments when brevity can make you and your ideas stand out. The impact of concise communication affects not only how you explain your bright ideas, but also how you build your career. Okay, so today's show, I hate to hate to say it, but I'm really excited to talk to you about bad news. <laughs> today's podcast is about something that all professionals need to deal with, and that is how to bear the heavy burden of delivering bad news. It's part of life. You can't avoid it. It's like death and taxes. If you work in a professional setting, Nobody wants to be the bearer of bad news, but you have to do it. So what I'm going to talk to you about today is why that's so important that you do that well. And it's a painful thing to do. And if you don't do it well, it makes it even more painful. And I am very motivated to have you avoid some of the unnecessary pain. I can't promise that this podcast will make it easier for you or easy, but it would make it, it will make it easier. It's still going to be painful though. So here's, here's the deal. Um, sharing bad news, it's part of the job. You have to fire somebody. You're going to do layoffs, performance reviews. People have got issues. They're not getting the job done. Um, you have to tell a person that didn't get a promotion. Maybe you have to report to the board that you are not going to meet your numbers. Tell your boss that you're, you're not going to hit your goals. Uh, maybe a coworker is doing something that really annoys you and it's really affecting the morale of the team. Somebody has to deliver that. Um, a resignation. You've got to, been working in an organization for a long time. People love you. They love working with you, but you've got to tell me you're leaving. Um, you can imagine, let your imagination go wild here for a second. There's a lot of times in your life where you just have to be the bearer of bad news. How do you do that? How do you make that a little less painful. Uh, maybe it's you know sharing with somebody that they've, they've had a, a legal or a moral ethical lapse, they've done something which has broken the law or certainly the rules of the organization. You, you want to your tendency is you want to sweep it under the carpet. You can't. You need to be a professional. You need to stand up and, and deliver. But you don't want to feel like you're ruthless either because you're a person. You've got a reputation. You don't want to be the the, the mean guy. You, but you you can't you can't sugarcoat this. This is, this, is, this is tough news. This is hard news. How do you manage a tough conversation? Well, it's all about the need to be really clear, effective, did the point get across, and concise. And when this is done professionally, it's both. It's both clear and concise. I want to share you an anecdote that when I, when I heard it the first time made me cringe, and it's a true story. And it's a story of how a CEO of a company had to lay off the CFO. So it's the chief executive officer having to fire the chief financial officer, told to me by the head of human resources. 
So the head of human resources obviously has to document this whole thing. It's working with the CEO. Um, the CEO is going to be the deliverer of the bad news. Um, they set the date. They set the time. Um, the head of a human resources coached this, the, the CEO through the process of what he needed to say, uh, what, was he, what were the key messages and timing and the separation and all the documentation and the issues. And there's many, many things that you can only imagine in having the head of the organization tell the head of finance, the chief financial officer, that, they're, that they were going to be uh, fired. They're going to be let go. So the meeting happened behind closed doors. The head of human resources was waiting um, in his own office. And then the meeting happened, came back, and the head of human resources walks into the office and says, so how did it go? And the CEO says, you know, it was tough. It was a tough conversation to have, but, you know, I, I think he understands. And, um, but, you know, overall, I think it went, I think it went pretty well, it was, but it was, a it was a tough conversation. So the head of human resources goes over to, this, to, the, to the chief financial officer, the CFO, who was just given this bad news and started a conversation with him when they were talking. And it became immediately evident that he did not think he was fired. He just didn't get the point. He was still working and talking about plans and submitting budgets, and he was making enough indications of things that it was pretty clear that he didn't think he was fired. For as hard as it is to imagine, the CEO did not communicate the message. So, surprised, of course, the head of human resources goes back to the, you know, the CEO's office and says, hey, uh, she doesn't think she was fired. And he looked at him like, well, how is that possible? I told him. He says, I, I don't think you told him or it wasn't clear, but whatever it is, we have to fire her again. So it was a horrible story and made a number of mistakes in, in doing that. And I won't get into that because it was just so horrible to just think about having to do that thing twice. Um, but she clearly didn't get the message that that, that was her, her uh, you know, the bad news. So how do you manage a tough conversation and what's the best approach? Well, clearly, I mean, I've written a book called Brief, so I, I would think the, one of the most important things is it's got to be short. <laughs> the longer the conversation is, the more painful it's going to be. And that was clearly one of the mistakes. They got into a conversation, and that conversation was pretty long. And, and obviously, the CEO doesn't want to, to share this bad news, so they, you want to avoid it. So the longer conversation kind of beat around the bush, and you change the topic, and you start talking about plans, and then one thing leads to another, and you've lost your opportunity. So first key, you got to keep it brief. Second thing, take time to prepare. Now, the preparation of whether it's between you and a coworker of what you're going to say and what you're not going to say and how you're going to start and how it's going to end, there's a whole preparation of that process. If the conversation is going to be short, let's say it's you know a couple of minutes, maybe five at the most, it might take you 15, 20 minutes, half hour, maybe longer to prepare all the things that you're going to say, but more importantly, the things that you're not going to say. And in the order you're going to say them. That level of preparation and practice is absolutely essential. People don't give it enough time. They focus too much on the pain in the encounter, in the, in the conversation, and not enough about the, about the preparation. And clearly that was one of the issues. Third thing, 
and if you've taken a course of the brief life, you know this, but you have to have a clear headline. A clear headline equals say the hardest part first. So what the CEO needed to do was to say, hey, Mary, um, do you have a minute? Yeah. Hey, I just I want to have a conversation with you. Um, it's going to be short. Uh, here's the point. We've come to the decision at the board of directors that we are going to eliminate your, you in the role of CFO, and we're going to give you 30 days notice. That's the headline. Say the hardest part first. Okay. Once that's said, it's, it's absolutely clear that the person's heard that because that is the point of the whole thing. Your position has been eliminated. Or if you're going into a conversation, you have to, you may have to write that headline out, you know, eight words or less, right? You're not getting the promotion that you put in for. Or we are going to miss the budget by 30% and it's going to hurt our, our fourth quarter numbers. Just say it out front. Don't put it at the end. Put it right at the beginning. That's, that's, the, that's the third point. So be brief for sure. Take time to prepare, but have a clear headline. It, it Say the hardest part first. The last thing, minimize the temptation to have long build-up conversations or long follow-up conversations. We always think that this is sort of like the way that's going to make it easier. It just makes it more painful. So when you go in there and you want to talk about the weekend and make it sort of warm up, that's just going to make delivering the headline harder. So cut that small talk in the beginning. For as much as you want to do it, it makes you feel better. It's just going to make it harder. Connected to that is once you've delivered the brief explanation of what the headline is or what the, what the, what the bad news is and why you're telling them and how it's going to all play out and what the impact is going to be in action items, what, what I really want you to start to think about is how to end the conversation in a really with a lot of clarity and conviction so that the conversation doesn't continue. Think about it for a second. You've just told a person something like, you have a performance issue or people don't like working with you or, or you know, you've broken a rule that has got legal implications. Whatever the bad news is that you've told them, they're not going to like it. People don't like getting bad news. So there's going to be a shock value in their system that the longer you talk is going to, it, it may turn ugly, it may get bad. So in some instances in the preparation, you have to know the nature of the person you're talking to. Is the person going to take it the wrong way? Could they get violent? Could they start a conversation? Might they disagree? There's all these reactions. The, the, the shorter you have that conversation and not turn it into a long dialogue, the better. Now, I'm making some generalizations here, but just if you follow with me, keep it brief. You may want to give people an out saying, okay, that's the news. What I'd like you to do is take some time to process. We'll talk about this later, maybe later today, set a date. Take some time to think about this. Maybe write down some of the things that you're thinking and feeling. Let's have a conversation once you've processed this. Give, give a person a chance to, to get angry, react, build up on their own time, but not in the conversation. You don't want things exchanging in that moment that have not been prepared. You, may, you, you just may just buy yourself some time, give them some time, and just step away from it. You may want to have them put that in writing. 
versus having that as a live conversation. You may want to have the second conversation with somebody present. Whatever it is, keep it short and don't have the thing spill over. Um, it's going to be difficult if you make the conversation longer. It's just going to make it more difficult. So here's some things to think about in order to, to kind of address this issue head on. Accept the fact that it's hard. Having a tough conversation with somebody is hard. Think about them. Think about how hard it is for them. Don't think about how hard it is for you. Okay? You're not getting the news. You're delivering it. It's hard for you, but it's harder for them. So be empathetic. There should be some level of empathy there. Right? It's not easy, but you've got to do it. So just do it. Um, it's part of being a professional. Have a plan and practice. You shouldn't be saying it out loud for the first time when you walk in the room. If this is a tough conversation, grab a colleague, someone from human resources, some other executive, some somebody else whose opinion you value, and, and, and with your plan and with practicing, have them hear it and then make it short. The shorter, the better. You know, Keep it sweet, in and out, short and sweet. It's always easier. I can't guarantee you that this will be easy, but people will respect you if you can do it like this and not do it like so many people do, which is they let it get out of hand. And that's not how you manage a tough conversation. We're gonna have an upcoming webinar series about this called Managing Tough Conversations. And I highly encourage you to attend and tell your work colleagues and your friends, you'll see this, you'll get alerts and this will have a blog alert and there'll be news on our website about this webinar series. But keep an eye out for it because it will be really insightful. We'll go deeper into the, some very, even more specific techniques to manage tough conversations beyond what we've shared today in, in our podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. Just Saying is a podcast that's designed for you and for sharing. So please help me spread the word that less is more. If you'd like more information about our programs and our courses, either in person or online, please go to thebrieflab.com and find more information. You can always reach out to me. I love getting emails. So I highly encourage you to send me an email as well. And I love leading you through this learning of lean communication and, and, and the value here. So please spread the word. Just saying.